Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. All right, welcome in. 11 o'clock hour here on a Monday. We'll get you through the week here on Rabo and Co. ESPN 680, 1057. Bobby V after me at noon. And of course, round table 3 o'clock. Get you through the day here on ESPN 680, 1057. Live local uh, here on our air 7 to 6 every weekday. Uh, make sure that you um, listen to me now as I um, go into my email and find some of the things that I also need to be talking about um, as well. Um, Fantastic. All right. Um, you know, man, uh, easy for me to do here. Lots of things to talk about. Let's talk about DraftKings first here. They are an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you an offer. Make the playoffs electrifying. And new customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Got those two games this weekend. Tons of college basketball coming up as well. And everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay for every playoff game day. So that'll be this Sunday. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that code WHBE. New customers, you can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER18+. Physically present in Kentucky, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. There we go. Um, Reminder to uh, tonight, Kenny Payne shows 7 o'clock over on 93.9 The Ville um, as well. So you can uh, hear from uh, the coach of the team that only lost by 25 uh, at Wake Forest. What an exciting time to be alive. How about that? Um, did pull up the net rankings because uh, James Strebel loves the net rankings. Uh, and so wanted to go through those. Kentucky up to 18 after a couple of wins and um, three spots ahead of Michigan State. So there you go, uh, Strebel. You were right. Uh, Tom Izzo's a bum. Uh, his team's down to 21 in the net ranking. So there you go. Um, <laughs> Zach Cantrell alongside uh, this morning. Uh so I went to the bathroom and I came back and and I I had an epiphany in the bathroom, Zach. And uh, Zach, have you ever worked a job where you you had to invoice someone, or have you always had a a salary or an, an hourly job? Never had to invoice. Anybody. Okay, so invoicing people is interesting because you have to decide what you're going to charge people for. Okay, right. And so uh, my dad, for example, is an attorney, right? And he has an hourly rate, and people agree to pay the hourly rate in exchange for his his services. One time my dad was taking a shower in the morning, and he had an epiphany, and he answered a question for a client, and so he charged an hourly rate for being in the shower, (laughs) which I love. 
Well, that just happened to me while I was taking a piss. I now understand all of the Kenny Payne defenders. Okay. And this happened while I was urinating. (laughs) What is my main criticism of people who defend KP? It's that they care about KP and not about the program, right? Correct. Do you know why they do that? Because Kenny Payne doesn't care about the program. Yeah. At this point, he doesn't care about the program. He cares about whatever it was in the 1980s, but he doesn't care about it now. How do you not have a single recruit for next year? None. How do I not see any of these freshmen get time ahead of your own kid who's in his mid-20s? How do we see that? So now I, I understand all of his defenders because they care about him. Like I've said many times, they care about him, not the program. They get it from him. Because his talk about the program was BS. Can we dispel one thing, by the way? Everybody talks about, oh, we got to get Kenny Payne out like with dignity and class because he's an alum and because he cares about the program. No, Nothing no, you about don't. this is dignified. No, you don't. Nothing about this he is dignified. He has completely undignified the program in the last two years. Every move he's made is embarrassing. Why do we have to give him any class and any dignity when he gets fired? Because he's actively destroyed this program for two years for a multitude of reasons. He's coached 50 games, and he's won 10 of them. He's sabotaging his future recruits, or not getting any future recruits. He's sabotaging the freshmen right now. Nothing Kenny Payne has ever done as far as on the court or in the media, in the press conferences, nothing he's ever done shows me that he cares about this program. None. So why do we have to be all dignified when he gets fired? We don't. So let's stop pretending that that has, that has to be the case. I, I'm with you. I, I don't. I don't think anything he's done is is dignified. I'm with you. Not a single thing. So, <sighs> well, there you go. That's what happened when I was peeing. It all makes sense now. There you go. Uh, Louisville uh, in the net. By the way, we mentioned uh, Kentucky at 18. Zach, you want to guess where Louisville is now in the net? They face Duke, who is 19th uh, coming Duke's up here 19th. on Tuesday. Yeah, because they fell after losing the pit. Uh, Louisville is 287. Good guess. 223. How about that? Wow. Um, so Duke will get hurt in the uh, net rankings on Tuesday. How many teams are in the net rankings? Uh, 362. So how there, so there's 130, 140 programs that are lower than Louisville. There are How's two teams possible? this year, by the way, worth pointing out. We got two teams, one of which I, I follow, have a chance to go winless this year. Okay. Can you name either of them? No. Okay. Mississippi Valley State, not a school I follow. Jerry Rice is alma mater. Is 0-18. Did he go to Mississippi Valley State or Delta? I think it was Valley State. Pretty sure. Or Delta Valley State. I think it was Mississippi Valley. Okay. But we'll confirm that. And then my Detroit Titans. The University of Detroit Mercy, where my dad went to school. Yep, Mississippi Valley State. Oh, and 20. Oof. <laughs> they got to go to Milwaukee uh, coming up here. That's an underrated league, by the way, but Milwaukee, 256 in the net uh, there in the uh, in the horizon. So, um, so fun games. That I don't want to say that Detroit should stop having a basketball team, but they're getting close. They're getting close. I, I don't know what else to say. They, they probably shouldn't have a team anymore. Anyways. NFL headlines. So we've got a matchup on the AFC side, and you you were giving your reaction, so I didn't want to interrupt with this. But there's a this is as good of a headline and setup for a game as I can remember as far as a quarterback getting over the hump. 
And that's for Lamar Jackson against Patrick Mahomes on Sunday. Yeah. Because it isn't just win the game. You can win the game against Pat Mahomes, against the Chiefs, against Andy Reid, against that team that, frankly, has befuddled the entire AFC the last half decade. Lamar has a chance to do what Josh Allen has had chances to do the last three years. And if Lamar wins this game, he's already won a regular season MVP. He's going to win another one. And he'll have gone to a Super Bowl. Lamar becomes the second-best quarterback in the AFC because Burrow doesn't have the regular season accolades. Josh Allen doesn't have the regular season or postseason accolades. Lamar Jackson's got a chance to stamp himself as the second-best quarterback in the NFL. And some could argue the best. It is as good a chance for both quarterbacks to create headlines, to create very positive headlines for themselves. And if Mahomes wins, the door's shut. It's over. Dun-dun. There is no Mahomes-Allen robbery. There is no Mahomes-Burrow robbery. It's Mahomes. That's it. And move on. I totally agree with you. And boy, does that... The NFL just delivers over and over. And this is just another example. Where you get a Pat Mahomes up against the MVP, against the one seed on the road, having to make that trip, having to (laughs) weather a second road game, which they usually do not have to do in Kansas City. So the added dimension of the Chiefs going on the road and winning winning those games, beating in back-to-back weeks... Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson back-to-back weeks on the road. Yeah, you talk about cementing your spot in the league because that was the one thing people could say is Mahomes has never played a road playoff Always game. Play well, yes, he has. He actually did play a road playoff game. He played the Super Bowl in Tampa against the Bucks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But that was the COVID year, and there wasn't a big crowd there. <laughs> what criticism do you have of Mahomes at this point? There is none. It's a good question. There is none. Probably not. He's proven that he can win with Tyreek Hill. Proven he can win without Tyreek Hill. I guess the only thing would be, oh, well, Andy Reid's coached him his whole career. Well, sorry that he's had a good offensive play caller his whole career. Is that supposed to be a knock? (laughs) Texter. Lafayette of the Patriot League. Is seven and twelve, but in first place at its conference with a six and zero record. Yeah, well, it's, it's very, it's very uh, schedule dependent. Old, uh, old Patriot League. How about that? Uh, what school is that? Lafayette. How about that? Man, oh man. But yeah, I that game it truly sets up Zach. Once in a while, you just get to decide it on the field. We actually get to see it decided on the field. Correct. Which means, of course, special teams win that game. <laughs> defense. <laughs> no, if defense wins the game, that's an indictment on the quarterback. If special teams wins the game, good luck, right? I mean, yeah. No, it'll be Isaiah Pacheco versus Gus Edwards. Pacheco, have you seen the way Isaiah Pacheco runs? It is. He looks like there's different. lava under him every time he runs the ball. It's different, man. It's different. Them high knees and everything. It's different. I was trying to think of a, a comparison for him last night. I could not come up with one. He's a weird runner. He he's great, but he's a weird runner. Every but him getting an open field, he runs like he's never going to run again. We haven't mentioned wide right. Yeah, that's wild, right? I mean, come on, it's wild. Okay, so who's more associated with wide right now? Is it Florida State or the Bills? Who gets that title? It's, it's always the Bills. I think yeah, because it was the Super Bowl. It's the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> that's a choke job, by the way. Tyler Scott Norwood had to kick that field goal on grass. Went back in a time where forty-five yard field goals. We're not a regular People were not thing. hitting 45 yards. Everybody, now, if you, kickers miss inside 50, it's surprising. Is that more on the kicker or more on Allen not getting them to a better spot? Well, I can go back to second down, and Allen probably could have hit digs underneath. Yep. 
Uh, and there will, if Diggs it, catches that if, one pass. Or if he has I mean, a second longer, Shakir's wide open in the back of the end zone, and they would have scored. Bill Sports third, Talk, Buffalo Sports Talk Radio like, today. Yeah. Who are they blaming? Bass. If we're doing the show in Buffalo today, what's the headline? Obviously, we're talking about that game for two hours. I get it. Of course. But who are we blaming? I first blame the defense because that's supposed to be one of the best defenses in the league, and Mahomes just walked all over them without really anybody other than well, the Travis they Kelsey. Once? They punted once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm blaming the defense first. I'll blame Bass second because, look, there's nuances for quarterbacks and defense. Like, you can mm. say Josh Allen did these things well and didn't do these things well. You can say the defense did these things well and didn't do these things well. Kickers are very simple. You make the kick or you it's, don't. It's binary, right. And yeah, he didn't make the kick. Right? And it wasn't close. I'm with you. I'm with you. The, I, I he get hooked it. it. Started hooking it left, and then it just, <laughs> he kicked it. It was so far right, it went beyond the, the linemen, the tackles. It went what, right of the linemen. They showed the replay from behind <laughs> from behind the, the goalposts, and I thought, you don't need to show this to us. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, I'm not going to learn anything from this. No. <laughs> it was terrible anybody who blames Josh Allen first and foremost for losing this game didn't watch it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Josh okay. Allen played very well. Rushed for two touchdowns, threw a touchdown pass to Shakir where he throws the ball, rolling to his left, which is a, just an impossible throw. And we're having a very different conversation if Stephon Diggs catches that deep ball. Do you think UK football fans had like like twitchy flashbacks to their own receivers not catching deep balls oh, this year? Oh, definitely. <laughs> and I think this is another thing worth pointing out. Okay. If Tyler Bass makes the kick, they lose anyway. Because Mahomes is going to have a minute and a half to go get him in field goal range. And you know he's going to do it. I agree. You still got to do it. You still got to make that kick. Yeah. You, you still got to Of course, you got to make Of course, you got to hope that you can get a sack or a tip ball or something. something. But chances are Mahomes is going to get him in field goal range. And Harrison Bucker is a great postseason kicker. They probably win anyway. They lost the game the moment that the, the touchdown pass didn't happen on second down. Who was the most impressive team this weekend? Ravens. They dominated. Who was the worst team this weekend? Well, I don't think it, it would be easy to say the Texans because their offense didn't really do anything. I think the Ravens just totally took them out of their game plan. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I think with the other three teams, you can look at the silver lining and say Houston, Stroud, they're going to be around for a while. Packers, they should have won that game. Packers are the better team on Saturday night. Let's just get that out of the way. I agree with The you. Packers should have absolutely won that game, but you got Jordan Love. You got a lot of good young receivers. You're going to be good for a while. If that game's in Green Bay, what happens? Green Bay wins. I agree. Okay, keep going. Uh, Bucks, that was house money. That was a team that's supposed to pick in the top five of the draft. Baker Mayfield plays great. Uh, anybody, again, if you want to blame Baker for throwing that late interception, that's the reason you lost. No, it wasn't. Baker played great. That run, by the way, I'm going to derail you a little. The Jameer Gibbs one? No. How good is Todd Bowles? Because you and I, I feel like you and I have had this conversation three times off air. We should probably give the guy credit on air. Yes. Uh, top five coaching league? No, I wouldn't say top five. Really? Where top is 10. he in? Top, okay. Yes. Is he better than Dan Campbell? No. Okay. Uh, Andy Reid, no. No. Harbaugh, no? No. Okay. Tobiko Ryan? Yeah. Bowles is won a Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator. There you go. And I think just, I think Tobiko can get there. Yeah. I don't think he is yet. No, he's um, not there yet. Is he better than uh, uh, LaFleur? No. Why am I blanking on the 49ers coach? Kyle Shanahan. Thank you, Shanahan. He's not better than Kyle Shanahan. Okay. That's four guys right there. How about the guy who got quit on it in, in Philly? Oh, uh, Sirianni? 
I probably would take Todd Bowles over Sirianni. I agree with that. At this point, yeah, his team played. I saw them butts play, off for I, that game. Yeah, I saw both they, of them play in that same game. Yep. He, One team wanted to be there, the other didn't, and they busted ass at Detroit. They did. They just lost. They just lost. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to say. They just Detroit lost. was. Do you like going for two down eight? I didn't mind it. Because, I don't either. Do you know why? Because if you get it, all you got to do is kick no, an extra point. You win. No, it's not that. It's the. It's not that. It, that is not wrong, but it's not that. The reason it's great is because Detroit was on their heels a little after that. And if you get the two point and make it six points, the nervousness in that building, yeah. because people in Detroit are so used to their football team losing and sucking. Right. That if you get that two point, it is worth every bit of it, man. I, I would absolutely, I totally understand the move. I think it was absolutely the right thing to play do. Play call sucked. But the play call was terrible. You cannot, the goal line fade is one of my big pet peeves. Unless you have Calvin Johnson. And I was waiting for the, oh, we're throwing a flag just because we feel like we should flag there. Yeah. When the defender, that's as good as he's going to no, do. No, he played it perfectly. Perfectly. Just no. be in the way. It's like it's like when you see a bear. Make yourself as big as you can. <laughs> You're defending the fade. Make yourself as big as you can. That's, that's right. essentially what he did. But that's the dilemma we talked about with like the Bills. Because the other three teams can lose and still feel pretty good about their future. And okay, this is house money, et cetera, et cetera. That doesn't exist with the bills easily the worst loss of the weekend all right everyone who listens to this show knows that i am a lions fan i have a lions dilemma and that's what we're going to do next year on rabo and co reminder two of some programming around here uh here at our family of networks kenny payne show tonight on 93.9 right after the cardinal insider at seven o'clock of course the jeff wall show will be tomorrow or excuse me uh this week friday night um after the cardinal insider at seven o'clock parlor in j-town so if you wanted to go see um the, the best basketball coach um, at the University of Louisville. You can go hang out with Jeff Walls on Friday. Of course, Louisville basketball back in action. As we mentioned, tomorrow, 7 o'clock, taking on Duke. Uh, Alex White network coverage will start at 5.30. And Coors Light postgame show with our guy Ethan Moore. Uh, that'll be afterward as well. We'll keep this going next. My Lions Dilemma here on Roboco, ESPN 680, 105.7. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is... With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. 
I mean, what a just delightful run through of all the most constipated singers in America. I love it. Welcome back in. Poet Go here, ESPN 680 I am kidding with you, Zach. I hope you understand that. Uh, Zach Ketchell alongside. Reminders Louisville basketball back in action tomorrow. They play Duke 5 30 pregame over on 93 9. Uh, Kentucky postgame tomorrow as they take on South Carolina. You'll get Cantrell, you get Gandolfo. I think Ents will be in there as well sometime around 9 o'clock. Uh, we will be able to actually do that on. Is it on ESPN Plus again tomorrow night, Zach? I actually, I'm not sure because we actually can do it. This I think time. we, we can have do no it, conflict. Right? Okay. So, I think awesome. we'll just be normal. That's with our friends at Kentucky Fish and Wildlife encouraging you to enter the 2024 Elk Draw on their website today. Uh, another Cowboys segment today. They did have a Lions. How about segment that earlier? You ready for this? Yeah. Are you ready for this though? I'm driving around yesterday, coming home from the grocery store, had a break. Went to the grocery store yesterday on my way home to watch some Lions. Five minutes before kickoff, there's a Dallas Cowboys segment. Five minutes before Lions-Bucks. I- <laughs> Do I just not get it? I mean, am I missing something here, Zach? Are they that popular? Yes. Or is just pooping on the Cowboys that popular? Well. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I- uh, okay. Well, have fun with that. I'm, some days I'd love to have that national money, and other days I'm glad I don't have to do national. <laughs> there you go. All right. I um, I'll always take the national money. Yeah. No. Oh, no. I'll sell it in a second. 100%. <laughs> don't worry. Your boy will sell out in a second. <sighs> All right. Um, my Lions conundrum, Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, true or false? Bologna or salami, if you will. <laughs> Both of the Lions coordinators will be head coaches in the NFL next year. Ben Johnson certainly will be. I think there's a good chance Aaron Glenn is as well. Okay. But I think Ben Johnson's first in line because he should have gotten one last year. No question. And the and the Lions are the beneficiaries this year. That guy's awesome. Yes. The, the scheme is awesome with what he's got to work with. This is this is it, right? Is there actually pressure on the Lions to get it done this year because that core is getting broken up? I don't think so. Ooh. I do. So here's this is a weird. So okay, all the pressure in the world's on the 49ers next week. I understand for sure. Optically, by the numbers, getting to host, all those things are true. Plus, their window, they have expectations of winning so, the Super Bowl. Okay, so there are two ways to win in the NFL. You can either do it when your quarterback's still on his rookie deal, and you can spend money in other places, or you can do what the Lions are doing. And you have a lot of money in your quarterback, but you have a bunch of rookies and, and guys on rookie contracts who are contributing, right? Correct. And they are, what, five guys on rookie contracts that are doing serious stuff? Yeah. So right now is a window for the Lions, too. Plus, your coordinators are both going to be gone? I'm not saying sell the Lions next season. That's not what I'm doing. It might be the right move. I don't know. But for this year, I think there's actually a little bit of pressure on the Lions in a weird way. They went from... Congrats, you made the playoffs, you won the division, everyone's happy, da-da-da, to everyone might be leaving, man. And immediate attacks coming down, no, no, wait, there's way more pressure on Shannon. I'm not saying there isn't. Of course there is. When you have the number one seed in the NFL, and clearly, we did this in the CFP. Michigan was the most polished team, they won the title. The 49ers are more polished than Baltimore. They're not as good. They're more polished, though. And 
if they don't get to the Super Bowl, I agree. It'll be a disappointment if you go get the one seed, you get all the games at home, you play like crap against the Packers and still win. Yeah. Like you got your hall pass already. You got a freebie already. They sure did. But man, I think the Lions window is this season. It is so weird to say. Because I get it. You could look at those players and go, no, no, they're going to be back next year. They got guys. Jalen Reed's mates flying around the field. He's on like a $900,000 deal. Yeah. How much longer is you going to go with Jared Goff, too? Yeah. How much? He, he was supposed to be the bridge guy, and it turns out that he was kind of the future. But when do you actually have to start drafting for future? Have other people noticed if he has time and he's got that delivery where when he's standing straight up and he, he launches from here, it's a completion Period conversation over. Yeah. You give that guy time, someone's catching the ball. They work the middle of the Tampa Holy defense. Laporta, moly. Reynolds, St. Brown. They destroyed him. And I said it on Friday, and they actually pointed it out on the broadcast yesterday. Panay Sewell is the best professional athlete in Detroit right now. And that when did you that guy, when he pulls, holy I almost cursed. That guy. Can you imagine that guy coming downhill on you? On, on, on the, <laughs> there, like, the like a DN. No, but seriously, I mean, just can you imagine? You you look up, you're working a left tackle, and you see Panesa welcome. <laughs> I can't imagine. I think the Lions win those this year. I think it's this year. I think they have to get it done this year. It's a weird thing to say. Uh, Texter, there's also pressure on Shannon because of his debacle in Atlanta and choking in a lot of other games. Oh, I, look, they tried to choke the other day away. They did. Whatever that culture is around him, I get it. But I think the Lions window is this season. I think the magic is this year. they got to do it. Jameer Gibbs is working out. Montgomery's working out. Those guys that we thought on those rookie contracts, Laporte is a baller out of the second round, right? I think their window's right now, Zach. And it's a weird thing to say. I think it's right now. All right, let's do this now. We're down to four teams. Can the 49ers win the Super Bowl? Of course. Can the Ravens win the Super Bowl? Of course. Can the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? Last week I would have said no. I think this week I say yes. Can the Lions win the Super Bowl? <sighs> I think the Lions easily have the two toughest games left. No, I don't think they can. Okay. What makes you think they can next year? With the loss of coordinators. Yeah, that's true. I'm telling you their window is right now. And that's fine. By the way, this happens to lots of teams. This is how this works. You build for your peak, and then you maximize your peak. That's what's hard in sport. Yeah. Ask John Calipari about being a one seed. Ask John Calipari about having three, four guys get drafted and you not get to the second weekend. Ask him about it. Trying to peak and then succeed is very difficult to do. That guy's in the freaking Hall of Fame. The Lions window is this season. It, and it... And if you want to, oh, there's Louis the pessimist about the Lions. I'm not being a pessimist. They got the right guys on cheap deals, and they got coaches who are going to need to take other jobs because they're going to get other jobs. Uh, a fascinating time there. And like Zach mentioned, I think the, the talking points, too, are very, very interesting as well. All right. Zach is getting totally distracted. I'm trying to do a radio show with people. State your business, as Bobby V would say. State your business. What, what what is going on here? What are we doing? What are you doing to me here, James? <laughs> Gave me the look like bleep off. I don't get the bleep off look from James Black very often, but I just got it. We okay? We on the air? We doing yeah. the damn thing? Okay. Oh, I got to talk about a lot other things going on. <laughs> I just want to make sure. 
We will have all the games this weekend for you, by the way, uh, on Sunday. 2 o'clock Ravens-Chiefs, and then um, we'll have both the the Ravens broadcast and we'll have the national broadcast for that game. And then, of course, 49ers-Lions into the evening uh, for that game. Are you happy the Lions are the evening game there out in California? Did you expect them to do that weird NFL thing where the West Coast game is the early game? No, because they, okay. they alternate every year. But if you're asking what's the better game, it's the AFC game. Should it be earlier then? I think the AFC game would probably be, should probably be the primetime game. But mm. it makes sense. Because, they again, they already predetermined this year that the NFC is the late game. Next year, the AFC is going to be the late game. Texter saying they, the Lions could bring in better coordinators next year. You don't know. What percentage chance do you give them to hire two guys as good as what they got right now? Not Zach? great. It's not great, yeah. So, I I don't – Do I, am I being negative? No. I, I'm not trying to be negative. I just – I think this is their chance. That's great. Do it. Go, go win the damn thing. You only got to win two games. Go win the damn thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. What's the most likely headline? What's the least likely? Least likely to use the Lions win the Super Bowl. What's the most likely? Ravens win the Super Bowl. And Lamar gets his crown. Lamar is the guy. Yeah. It's he Lamar's becomes league. one of the guys. Yes. He goes into that class, whatever that class Correct. is. Correct. It's Mahomes and Lamar. and How many Heisman Lamar's. winners have won a Super Bowl? Quarterbacks? Or just general? In general? We'll have Mark, to look that Marcus up. Marcus Allen, I know, did. Yep. Um, Quarterbacks. Reggie Bush won one with the Saints. Good call. That's a really good one. I would have uh, forgotten about Reggie. Reggie. And not not about the Heisman, about the Saints, actually. Right. Ooh. That was a Colts game, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. That's why I remember it. I'm sure. <laughs> but Peyton Manning never won a Heisman. Peyton, Peyton did not win the Heisman. Brady, Brady was barely a college player. Woodson won the Super Bowl with the Packers. There you go. Woodson's won. But Quarterbacks? I don't think is there because like Joe Montana didn't win a Heisman. Yeah, because quarterbacks weren't regularly winning the Heisman until correct. The 90s. It was a running back. Yeah, it was a running back award. Yeah, I mean, Lamar has a chance to do something very unusual, and that's cool. It's cool that it's a local connection too. It is. It's cool. Cam got there, but he didn't win. Oh, good point. Yeah. James I'm so glad, by the way, that they showed the overhead view of this Caitlin Clark replay. And her walking off the court acting like she's been punched. Yeah. Do we want to do Caitlin Clark now since it's on national television? I guess we can do Caitlin Clark. Okay. What? Okay. Zach, I'll let you go first here. Yeah. I'll let you go first here. Okay. Caitlin Clark, big deal, not a big deal. Did she throw her hands out to initiate? What do you think happened? She threw her hands out to initiate, and then she flopped and played victim. Thank you. That's what they'll do. Okay. No, no. Ohio, no okay. The Ohio State fans didn't start it. You could show by replay. Oh, I forgot this was Ohio State. I should yes, not have gone was. to you first. Okay. Yeah. I should not have gone to you first. That's the most hype that the basketball arena has been all season. Um, I think they should suspend her for a game. <laughs> I don't actually think that. I, this, this tarnishes a lot for me about her, though. Oh, I found the quarterbacks that won the Heisman and the Super Bowl. Ooh, okay. Give me school. One's a Navy guy. Oh, okay. Staubach? Staubach. Okay, and then who? Stanford. Oh, Andrew Luck. No. Oh. Didn't win the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. You're right. Stanford, Stanford, Stanford. Quarterback? Yeah. Oh, help me then. Plunkett. Oh, boy. So that long ago. So it's been, I mean, we're talking, well, Plunkett was what, like a 50s or 60s Heisman? Plunkett won the Heisman in 70, 
1970? Yeah, he won okay. the Super Bowls in 80 and 83. Okay. Staubach won the Heisman in 63, won the Super Bowl in 71, 77. Got it. So, yeah, it's been a long time. 50 years? Yeah. 40 plus years in some of those cases? I mean, it just it puts Lamar in a very interesting spot. <laughs> Texter, I love Lamar, <laughs> but UofL fans make it insufferable to root for him. I, I get it. I get it. They should be... They should be happy about him, though. Of course. <laughs> That's the kind of guy that any fan base would be, would absolutely. Um, as a, Texter's agreeing with me on Caitlin Clark. I, I, it's such a bad look for her. It's such an unnecessarily bad look. Why do you need to play victim? She Everybody likes you already. You. Correct. You're one of, and Correct. She, okay, so do we need to re-examine how much she complained about Angel Reese last year? Doing the can't see me like her literally the john that, cena thing yes the thing that caitlin that's Clark existed did after, for two decades yes which is not her thing it's john cena's thing and and and, and then she complained that angel reese did that in the title game uh, when else you punked iowa do we really need to, do we need to reevaluate i don't i don't know i don't know man do you remember when jill biden not to get political <laughs> jill biden was like we should invite iowa to the white oh, house too like that's the bottom that was the bottom of american culture that was it that was the bottom loser mentality it is a loser mentality. I agree. It's we do a, not invite runners up to the to the White House. At some point, the participation trophies have to stop. Yes, they're not bad for five year olds. They're bad for twenty five year olds. They're, stop. I hate participation trophies in general. We don't have to do that full conversation, but at some point, they do need to stop. Um, college is a good point for them to stop because I will tell you, at forty two, no one's giving me a participation trophy. <laughs> we don't get participation trophies in this business or any business. I do. They're called middle fingers on the text line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm Louis Rabot at Radio Louie on Twitter. You can find Zach at your boy ZC. Uh, station, of course, at ESPN 680. Go check us out on Twitter uh, if you so please. Uh, got into some uh, Big Z and, of course, the uh, the Zan Payne talk in the first. Um, talk. Can we hear Zan Payne's hound? Can we hear uh, KP2? Do you still have those up? Oh, fantastic. Um the texter saying that the backboard camera removes all doubt on uh, Caitlin Clark. It absolutely did. Because from the back angle, f- from behind her, it looks like someone literally runs out to, to hit her. And then you see the overhead from the from the backboard, and she clearly pushes her arms out. And I, um, I, <laughs> anyways, um, I thought Christy, Ban- Christy Bannon was going to come in here. I thought I was hoping. And come after me about my Caitlin Clark. I want to but- talk to her about the Bills, too, because she's a Bills fan. Oof. Yeah. Rough weekend for Chris. Not a good weekend. Yeah, Louisville lost yesterday. The punk. Bills lost. They didn't lose yesterday. They got punked yesterday. I always found... Which is very unusual for... Jeff Wall's teams do not get punked. And I, they got punked yesterday. I like Chrissy, so I'm just going to preface it with what I'm going to say with that. I like Chrissy. <laughs> but it's always weird, like, when the rest of us are watching an NFL playoff game and Chrissy's tweeting about, did you see that? Or how about, like, refereeing? I'm like, what are you talking about? Not, mm. They just ran the ball on second down. Nothing happened. And then I realized, oh, yeah, she's watching the women's basketball game. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh. I know. It's so fascinating to see people tweet about live sporting events that... Like, Aren't the main one. Yeah, right. not the one that 50 million people are watching. Correct. <laughs> like, find a random college basketball game last night. Like, John Rothstein does this all the time, too. Mm. He tweets about, like, this game's a standalone game. Like, a standalone game that no one's watching because the what Chiefs and Bills are playing right now. What is his line? The epitome of brutality? Brutal- epitome of brutality. What a terrible person. I hope he goes away. That's the Bills. Epitome of brutality. Uh, what a terrible... The people that do the same tweet over and over again. Yes, which is his whole shtick. Y- your shtick, it, it sucks. And then people were talking about... Like, they like honestly, him, like, all the people who hate... Who hate Dickie V should go hate him instead. I liked when I think it was the national title game or whatever, and they <laughs> said, Hey, John, what do you think of the Michigan Washington title game tonight? And he's like, 
there is no title game. Michigan doesn't play for another four days. Washington doesn't play until tomorrow. He's like, I will watch the national title game in three months. <laughs> yeah. Come on, dude. All right. So the uh, final order of Kentucky Derby futures is out for this round. We will talk about that on the other end. I, I have to do horse racing at some point. I'm terrible about doing it early in the week. I'm great at it on Friday. I suck at it on Mondays. We will do that next. I will uh, play the Zanpain sound to close the show. All right. We'll do all of it next here. <laughs> ESPN 680-1057. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Rebeau and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rebeau. Rock and or roll. Let's go. A little Lincoln Park, of course, at 1140 here on Rebeau and Co. ESPN 680-1057. About 20 more minutes of us, some version of the V Show after us, and then, of course, the roundtable at 3 o'clock here, ESPN 680-1057. Horses. Uh, Let's talk horses. So um, (laughs) I kept this up. Because a little comp happened this weekend, Zach, uh, one of our 20-point races on the way to the Kentucky Derby, a horse named Track Phantom won. So he's now won two straight stakes down there at, um, at the fairgrounds in Louisiana. He's trained by Steve Asmussen, who's never won a derby. And uh, that is not a knock on Steve Asmussen. He's just never won one. So when he gets a horse like this, you start to pay attention. He's now won three straight races. Took him three tries to break his main, but he did that uh, at Churchill. His best race so far actually was in December in a race called the Gunrunner Stakes. Uh, right before Christmas, comes back this last weekend, wins the Lecomte, and he wins it comfortably against a horse named Nash that was a lot of hype around this horse it's in the Brad Cox barn. Uh, obviously, we, you know, high opinion of him on this show and generally in horse racing. So for, for Steve, as Mustin, as we say on the happy hour, to have this kind of horse in training is unusual for him. Uh, the last time Steve won this race was with Midnight Bourbon in 2021. Um, the good news there, if you are keeping track at home about Midnight Bourbon, is he ran in some nice races after that, including a, a little race called the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Actually finished sixth. So a good run for um, anyone. Uh, his One of his very best speed figures as a three-year-old was in the Kentucky Derby. Came back, ran later that year, if people remember. Second in the Traverse, second in the Pennsylvania Derby. Third in the Clark, then went back down uh, to Louisiana to start his year the next year in the Louisiana Stakes. So he went on to a fine little career. But you may be asking, does the little Compte predict success in the Kentucky Derby, the answer is no, it does not. However, War of Will won this race in 2019. He went on to win the Preakness. And uh, other horses have won this race that at least got 
to the starting gate. Vickers in trouble in 2014 won this race, ran last in the Derby. Um, Zach, are you familiar with the uh, the last place cups, Derby cups, little plastic ones around here? I am aware. Yeah, they're fantastic. I think one of the best things that culturally we do around horse racing around here. That's how I know about Vickers in trouble because he's on that cup and my kids drink their juice out of them uh, pretty much every day. Um, I, the year before that was a horse named Oxbow. Um, which many of you obviously know, and uh, broke his maiden to Churchill, went down, won the LeCompte, ran in the Risen Star, ran in the Rebel, ran in the Arkansas Derby, came up, ran a very good sixth in the Kentucky Derby, then ran and won. The Preakness ran second in the Belmont, right? So this is a horse, then went and ran the Haskell, never ran again after that. So Oxbow came out of this race, obviously won a Triple Crown race as well. The question is, do we think we have that in Track Phantom? The speed figures would say no. That's where I'm going to go with this, is that we probably don't have one of the next great three-year-olds there, which means that that whole path to the Derby right now might not be very good. So as we try to sort out where the best contenders are going to come, where they're going to come from at least, as far as is it L.A. at Santa Anita? Is it Miami at you know Gulfstream Park? Is it going to be in New York at Aqueduct, where it hasn't been for a quarter century? Louisiana, Arkansas are kind of that next tier. We talk about Josh Allen being in the next tier. Florida Derby, Santa Anita Derby are at the top. Sneaky race, the Jeff Ruby Stakes, starting to move into that group if they can keep having success like they had. Second place to two fills last year, a couple years ago. Rich Strike wins the whole damn thing. About a decade ago, you get Animal Kingdom winning off of that Tapita. It's in that next level, maybe in the third level, is the Jeff Ruby Stakes. But man, Louisiana path this year appears to not have as much star power as we thought now on the philly side we did have over the weekend the silver bullet day why did they name it the silver bullet day stakes dan uh dan good lord <laughs> zach why do you think they did that because the guy named it really is a big fan of Coors Light. it's a good guess there was a horse named silver bullet day how about that um all one word how about that uh the alice look won this race last year uh, she ended up not winning uh, any of the high-level graded stakes. The, horse, the race has only been around since 2009. I would say the best horses that have won the race are unbridled forever in 2014, trained by Dallas Stewart, and then I'm a chatterbox, uh, was in the Larry Jones barn in 2015. So I don't hold the silver bullet day up as one of these races that's greatly predicted for success. They didn't run it in 20 or 21 uh, because of COVID. Got back to it in 22 with La Crete. Pretty good stay, uh, trainee out of the... Um, uh, out of the Asmus and Barn. And then um, they get to uh, the Alice Look last year for Brad Cox. I'm not at all sure that the win this year um, in the Silver Bullet Day matters very much. Um, I, I don't want to say, you know, for, obviously for connections and all those things, that it's it doesn't matter. But West Omaha wins. It is the Cox Barn. Is there a chance that we're seeing on the male side probably not getting a derby starter out of that Louisiana path? But could West Omaha be that? Now, she benefits because um, Alpine, uh, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the name of the horse, um, who was in the race previously. Let me pull up those those notes. I apologize very much for this. Um, there is the Silver Bullet Day. All of them were running behind a horse named Alpine Princess. Alpine Princess out of the field now. West Omaha steps in. By the way, on this show on Friday, we gave her out as the single of the sequence. She ends up winning up fairly easily. Daughter of West Coast. So this is one of those horses that we haven't seen on the progeny side very much, but that was a fine horse when he was at his very best. Medallio Doro on the mom's side. This is a, a you know out of the West Barn, you know, Brad Cox connection. You get Luis Saez. I talked about on Friday how I thought Luis Saez would be a step up in 
in the ride, and he was. If I had to guess, Zach, we're more likely to get an Oaks runner out of the Louisiana route that's a contender than we are a Derby horse out of the Louisiana route this year. There's your my seven-minute horse racing take for the weekend, so there you go. Um, we did get, by the way, Saudi crown winning in that um, in the Louisiana, heading to Saudi next um, for the big race over there. Maybe he's heading to Dubai. I can't remember. Um, but got a couple of good spots there. Um, a good course is out of there. And I do think on uh, as far as our route for that first weekend in May, more likely on the Philly side than on the Colt side. Let's get into this KP sound. I made the proclamation in the first hour. I, I Since George Costanza, I have not seen anyone try to get fired so obviously more than Kenny Payne on Saturday. Uh, here's Kenny Payne talking on his kid playing, uh, getting the start, and how his team plays on defense. Well, I knew that we had to defend. Um, I thought that, you know, Zan could come in. The same with Hersey, the same with D'Lo, the same with whoever I put in the lineup and just give me solid minutes defensively. Thought he did a decent job. Um, I say it all the time. If you got a jersey on your back, I'm not afraid to put you in there and let you play. Um, again, I don't need guys to knock it out the park. I need guys to be solid on the defensive end, make shots hard, talk, communicate, and react to what's going on on the court. That's not really hard to do. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, By the way, he said, if you have a uh, jersey on your back, I trust you to go in the game. Jovanovic, Glenn, Johnson, Miller, and McCool all played less minutes. That was a lot. (laughs) Thank you. I just, I man, I, I don't know what to, at this point. What's there to say? Do you, I don't, this was right before you moved to town, Zach, so you may not have seen this, but at the end of Scott Satterfield's tenure here, there were videos circulating of his guys not running to the ball on defense, okay? And, and the effort thing became the focal point of, the focal point of the callers and the, the people calling for him not to get extended at the job, right? So he goes very famously into Hurd's office and asks for an extension. Sure. They say no. Cincinnati buys him out. Praise be. (laughs) And you're starting to see that a bit here, where not only are the players not running to the ball, the coach is not running to do anything. And it's it's frankly stunning. Um, Do-do-do-do-do-do. Apparently there was a call this morning on Diener about body fat percentage. I, those are the only things about the Patino era that I don't miss. <laughs> Otherwise, it's fantastic. Um, Texter asking if uh, Kevin's uh, horse, did he win on Saturday um, at the fairgrounds? Uh, Zach, are you are you charting our uh, our guests and whether they are right about their um, about their picks yet on this show? No, I'm not. But I know his horse didn't win. His horse did not win. How about that? How did you know that? Lucky guess. <laughs> I, I feel like ran, you would have talked about it more had he won. He run. Uh, he ran. Uh, <laughs> he ran eighth in an eleven horse field. Yeah, <coughs> not great. Am I looking at the right? It was the sixth and the sixth, right? That's right. I boy, am I screwing this up now? No, it was the sixth and the sixth. Yeah, now you finished eighth. <laughs> hey man, horse racing baby. <laughs> You could meet someone who's very smart, and then they try to they try to handicap horse racing, and they look stupid. Can't do it. <laughs> um, 
Uh, Texter saying you come across really well on the on the air, Zach. How about that? Here you go. Appreciate, Appreciate it, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there any chance that Kenny Payne is is quietly punishing players, and that's why Zan started? Sure, sure. We saw it with Karan Davis. But here's the deal. Uh, do, do you do you trust him to be doing that? I don't trust Kenny Payne to run a Walmart. Do, did you see the the updates on that? By the way, what the Walmart? What managers make at Walmart now? No, full benefits. Starts at 130k. Wow! How about that? Because I feel like people bleep on working there. Yeah. Apparently, it ain't bad. Like no, it's, it's like people would say like, oh, you don't want to end up oh, being a construction a worker. Well, the construction right. workers make a ton. Doing great, buddy of mine, and I remember at the time his name's Jose. Whatever. Um, classmate of mine in high school, or a year year behind me, excuse me. Um, and he worked at Target in high school. And he got out, and uh, he's one of these guys, you know, just, you know, family, wasn't a college family, you know, the whole thing. And um, and and I wonder, you know, if he had thought about, like, going away to college and really trying to figure it out if it had worked. Instead, he went to community college went and worked at Target. Guess where he works, Zach, right now? Target. Target. It's been there 23 years. He's like this, like, super, he just kept moving up in the company. So, no, I think if you're willing to do the corporate thing. If you're willing to just put the time in, I mean, tons of people have made great livings that way. And I think construction's a great example. We got a ton of people listen to this show that are on the line at Ford right now. And man, where I grew up, man, that was those were half my neighbors. Kids went to good schools. You know, dad had a they all had like <laughs> little lake shacks, you know, little little cottages that they went up to in the summer and stuff. The, you know, the guaranteed time off, good retirements, all that kind of stuff. Man, I'm not hating on that at all. At all. So when I saw that number, I was like, "Damn, dude! <laughs> one thirty to look at, one thirty to live work at a work at a freaking Walmart. Good for you, man. That's like sports talk radio money. I'm just kidding. That's right. <laughs> Not at all, actually. That's way better. <laughs> the Walmart money uh, tax. I lost all of my bets this weekend. Yeah, man. Yeah. I also get yeah, like some pointing out like running a Walmart can't be easy. No chance it's easy. You have to deal with the general public, which sucks, number one. Number two, it, it, like, can you imagine trying to hire in this environment? No way. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Trying to keep everything stocked and everything else? No way, man. Oh, Bobby V in about 10 minutes. You got a re, uh, roundtable 3 o'clock. Reminded to this weekend, we'll have all of the, um, the football games for you on Sunday starting at 2 o'clock. We'll also have Bellarmine basketball Thursday. They go to North Florida, uh, 6.15 here, 6.30 first tip on 6.81057. I haven't been out to a Bellarmine game this year yet. Our kids love those, man. i got to get out there. Um, I'd rather dig ditches than run a Walmart. I, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Uh, let's do one more DraftKings read here, and then we will get out of here. We want to remind you about my friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you an offer. It'll help make those playoffs electrifying. New customers, you can bet just 5 bucks on any game. Get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Got those two games this weekend. Got all those basketball games we just talked about. Plenty of action for you to check out with our friends at DraftKings. And everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay for every playoff game day. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code WHBE. New customers, you can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code WHBE. The crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800 gambler 18 plus physically present in kentucky bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance opt-in required one no sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in no sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet 
Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for everything going on with our friends at DraftKings. How about that? Man, oh, man. Did you bet much this weekend? I know you were out with the boys. I'm sure people want that update. Uh, didn't bet a ton, no. Okay. All right. What did you end up doing? How late is a night out when your boys come to town? Uh, about 3 or 4 a.m. Okay. About reasonable. Okay. So you, you get home at 3 or you leave the bar at 3? Leave around 3. Okay. <laughs> come on. Now. How was the talent this weekend? Too cold? It was. See, the thing is, and I know it's the Midwest <laughs> saying, if it's not windy, it's not that bad. It, there's some truth to that. People crap on that saying, but it's true. I like it. (laughs) Uh, I've lived in Bowling Green. I've dealt with the wind my entire life. Texture, I wouldn't trust KP to run a Walmart, let alone go up there and get groceries. (laughs) Yeah, that's more like... Can you imagine KP as a Walmart greeter? People would leave immediately. Thanks for coming. Everything in here is your fault. Just blaming people. We, we gotta love up. This customers. floor is slippery because you brought in snow. <laughs> we we just, tried to clean the floor we just every got, day. We, just we talk about going. it every day. We talk about it every whether day. people clean or not. I can't help it. We had steep decline in store sales yesterday because we didn't play any defense. We we had the shoplifters. We had them track, but we couldn't <laughs> defend them. What a hot take from the weekend about horse racing. You ready? Sure. You'll have no idea what I'm talking about. So I talked about West Omaha winning the Silver Bullet Day. Yeah. The best three-year-old filly on that day was actually Tarifa. She won her first race ever. Wow. How about that? Looking for an Oaks horse on Saturday? It might have been her. That is a, another Brad Cox barn horse. She might be it. If I had to bet, Zach, yeah. who's going to win the Oaks between those two, I would take Tarifa, not West Omaha. Yeah. How about that? That's why, but that's why KP's not a Walmart greeter, because <laughs> they would get shoplifted, and you know we all see how good his defenses are. They would get away. Do you think? Uh, do you think half of his staff at Walmart wouldn't show up because they don't have the right tights? <laughs> <laughs> What's his uh, son do? He's put his son's a cashier, a cashier. lead cashier. Aiden McCool's working, working in, uh, in the fishing section. He's the janitor. <laughs> oh man, I'm Louis Rabot. Bobby B next roundtable three o'clock here. We'll go until six o'clock on ESPN 680. 1057. I will be back with Zach tomorrow at 10 a.m. And boy, I hope you are too. Have a great rest of the day, everybody.